Good morning, everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. My name is Gavin Banting, and I will be your host for today's podcast. So, in my opinion, the youth of today seem to be very undereducated about humanity's past injustices. Through my experience, through high school, and just in life, I don't think my generation understands the full extent of how our history has shaped Canada into what it is today. Today, I want to talk about a topic that's close to all of us Canadians. The topic is the cultural genocide of the First Nations people in Canada. It is something that we all need to understand, which I have realized as a young Canadian. I am here to offer a new perspective to my fellow Canadians in hopes that we can bring to realize what really happened to shape Canada into what it is today. I wasn't able to understand where we as Canadians got our culture from until I was able to fully understand what happened to the First Nations. The genocide of their culture is an integral part of our history that, in my opinion, has been brushed over by the government as Canada seems to be embarrassed. This is something that needs to change. When I first began researching cultural genocide, I didn't really know what it was. But after learning, I realized that it was basically assimilation or colonization. Now, the definition of colonization is the process or action of settling among and establishing control over the indigenous people of the area. So I asked myself, well, what does this really look like? Well, imagine if you were sitting at home, going about your everyday life and routine, and then somebody came into your house and began to dictate them. Do you like watching hockey every night? Well, now that your house is being colonized, you must must watch soccer every night. You can no longer eat burgers and other meat, but instead, you can only eat salads and fruit. You can no longer listen to your favorite music as it's against the new people's rules. Finally, imagine they brought COVID-19 in your home without your knowledge. It would infect your family and be very dangerous. However, you don't have a vaccine and you just have to deal with it. Now this sounds awful and in my experience, I love to have control over my life, which is a simple thing we all get to enjoy in Canada, but the early First Nations people didn't get this courtesy. So when colonization in Canada began, the First Nations culture was destroyed and looked down upon. They weren't able to practice their religions as well as they lost almost all control over their land. They were also forced to learn English and were not allowed to speak their native languages. This would be like if all of a sudden we were supposed to learn a new complex language such as Mandarin or Arabic to communicate here in Canada. The First Nations people were also forced to leave all their culture behind if they wanted to participate in any Canadian activities. These activities were things such as participating in their communities as well as access to public services. I cannot imagine being forced to make these changes and being denied access to public services purely based on my skin color. So after briefly touching on these things that happened, it makes me wonder as to why it all happened. How could people do this to each other? Well. The reason that it happened in Canada was so that the First Nations would resemble those who migrated. In this instance, it was mainly British and French people. They decided that the First Nations must live like they do and practice the same religion and adapt to their culture, giving the First Nations no choice in how they wanted to live. So I've sort of discussed the general situation of what happened, but the specifics are more important. Firstly, I want to explain how the First Nations land was taken from them. The British and French needed places to set up their colonies, which this meant they needed to take the land of the First Nations. Unfortunately, they did this through lying and deception. Now, before I talk about exactly how they did that, I want you people listening to imagine a situation. So I want you to imagine somebody rented your house or property out for an event or something of that nature. So, for this event, you signed a contract that they made, and it is in a foreign language. They promised you that they would take care of your home and treat it well, 
However, after the event is over and you return to your house, you discover that not only did the people using your house not take care of it, but they also put stipulations into the contract that made it so that you only own a single room of your house now. You had no idea that they were going to do that, and also there's no way that you can fight it. A person came into your home and stole almost all of it. Now this is something that would enrage me, and I know that most Canadians would never even consider this happening to them. Unfortunately, however, it's exactly what happened to the First Nations. The British and French came in and made them sign various treaties that entitled the British to all of the land and only allowed the First Nations small areas of land and mere compensation. This is unacceptable, and these First Nations were taken advantage of and threatened if they refused what was happening. So, another major problem that First Nations people faced was the schooling system. Uh, so this was something that I want to compare to today so that we can understand how lucky we truly are to have our freedom. So being fresh out of a high school, I've heard many complaints about our schooling system from my friends. They complain about too much homework or learning things that they believe are useless. They complain about mandatory events at school, such as assemblies or stupid classes that they have been forced to take. Now, I'm not excusing myself from doing this. However, after doing research on residential schools, I've become a lot more appreciative for schools that we have today, as the residential schools were something that I can't even imagine attending. So imagine being taken away from your family and shipped off to a boarding school that is completely foreign to you. A new culture, a new language, new clothes, cramped housing, as well as new teachers who are able to abuse their power. Imagine being involuntarily taken from your family to never see them again is something that people in the Western world will never think of happening to them. In fact, I've heard many of my friends complain about their family and say that they can't wait to move away. Now, also, I'm not saying it's not impossible to get annoyed with your family, but I'm saying that we have to appreciate them and not take them for granted as my generation is so lucky that we have a choice whether we want to leave or not. The conditions at the residential schools were awful. Teachers had free reign over the students, leading to a lot of physical and mental abuse of the students. There were also awful medical experiments that occurred at the schools that pertained to nutrition. Children were starved and given other supplements to see if they worked instead of actual food. They were also kept on strange and detrimental diets. These experiments led to a lot of malnutrition and ended the lives of many Aboriginal children. These schools sound awful and it made me realize just how serious the British were about assimilation. These schools taught Aboriginal children how to act like the British. They made them dress up like them as well as converted them to Christianity. They made them learn English and the children had zero control over any of this. We as Canadians have to be aware of these schools so that we can properly appreciate our lives and freedoms. The education system in Canada has to do a better job in teaching the youth so that we can gain a better understanding of the atrocities of Canada. So while researching what happened to Indigenous people in Canada, I was shocked that any of these things actually did happen. I still cannot imagine being taken from my family or being forced to live in a whole new way. My problems are insignificant compared to those of the First Nations, such as being in quarantine, not being able to see my friends, or something as simple as my phone not working. And after researching the First Nations, I realized that I have to be more appreciative that these are the only problems I have. I believe that also goes for many other people as well. I've heard complete people complain about small and significant problems, and it makes me wonder how our society would be different if we had a better education and curriculum. Would people be more aware of the problems and the current problems with First Nations? I also ask if 
if people would complain less if they knew what other people had to go through. So for the next part of the podcast, I will be interviewing high school students and having a conversation with them to see what their understanding of cultural genocide is. I also want to gain an understanding of what their problems are and what they think of the high school education system. Hey, so I'll just start off with your name. Uh, my name is Graham Leggett. Um, and, and where did you attend high school? I am attending high school at Oakway High in Victoria, BC. Okay. Uh, so what would you say is your biggest problem currently? Uh, definitely the COVID pandemic right now. It's getting pretty out of hand. Right. Um, so in, in what way? Stressful. Like... Uh, you can't hang out with friends, uh, or you just being able to see friends, yeah. And ha- it's has just one more thing that I have to deal with, right? Yeah, on top of high school and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Right, and um, so after you know you're in grade twelve, right? Yeah. So I guess you've done most of the the history courses in uh, high school, but. How much do you know about the early stages of Canadian history? I mean, I definitely learned about it. Um, I can honestly say I don't remember a whole lot of it as it was a couple years. I probably took it in grade 9, grade 10. Um, But I I remember learning a bit about the oppression, First Nations sort of um, residential schools and all that. Um, But nothing in great detail that I remember. Okay, so I I guess you are aware of the cultural genocide then that occurred, sort of? To a degree, yes. Okay, and so, uh, you know, uh, why do you think, like, the assimilation of the First Nations occurred? Um, To be honest, I feel like it's hard to do that without putting myself in the position of of the British when they entered Canada. Right. They came across the First Nations, which appeared to them as, like, I guess, unknown. That's foreign, honestly. I guess. Yeah, they had no yeah. idea. Um, and so I mean, natural response is to be scared of them and to overpower them in a way, I suppose, which is True. exactly what the British did. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think that was acceptable? Uh, um, through Through the view of the Brits, I would say that is the human nature in them i suppose right but in today's society if anything was to happen in that degree to that degree uh it would be completely um frowned upon right okay uh, i don't think it is acceptable today uh however back then it's hard to hard to say and i can't really side with either first nations or brits at this okay um uh so what what did you th- what was your experience with the high school uh, education system? Um, it was pretty in regards to the First Nations, rather. Yeah, or just like in history yeah. in general, I guess. I never took any history specific class, um, but it was definitely talked about. Um, Canadian history was definitely talked about in 
grade level social classes, I guess. Right, um, like in grade nine and ten. But it, if you really wanted detail, it was in higher level specified classes, which you okay. had to take. Um, and do you do you think those higher level classes should be like yeah, mandatory? Um, yeah. I think it. I think it depends. I know definitely it's not everyone's cup of tea, right? Um, and if you choose to learn about it, that is, as, as I think that's totally up to you. But I think there should definitely be an overall knowledge about Canadian history that is taught, right? Specifically so, in the lower level social classes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, do you think that you know if uh, if we had better education or more mandatory education for like I Canadian history about residential schools and first nations and stuff. Do you think that first nations today would be uh, treated more fairly and like with rest, less racism? I think that it should definitely be, should definitely be taught in more specifics with more of the negatives to like maybe more like the harsh details. Exactly. I think okay. To be emphasized as it was an important part in former Canadian history and it's still a lasting effect this negative oppression to First Nations right yeah so you so I guess you think that First Nations people are still being treated unfairly then yep yeah for sure okay <clears throat> well thank you Graham great so I just want to wrap up with talking about some of the main issues that First Nations face today. So the first one is housing or reserves. These houses are often overcrowded with three or four families living in each. They sometimes have nasty molds which can cause respiratory and heart problems, as well as the houses are in sometimes such bad condition that people living inside are exposed to the outdoor elements. The poor living conditions can lead to many health problems and exacerbate existing ones. Also, with the cramped houses, it allows disease to spread fast. Another problem First Nations face today is lower income, because the schools are often bad on the reserves or there just isn't one. Also, children have to prioritize survival over their education sometimes. This leads to lower employment rates of First Nations people and therefore lower income. Then the cycle continues as they cannot afford to fix their houses or build a better school. And I think by bettering the curriculum, it will make more people aware of the issues that First Nations people face today, and I hope it will inspire people to help. I want to wrap up by asking those of you listening to please do more research on current and past issues of the First Nations so you can look for ways to help. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you have a good day.